Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro-revenge video. Revenge and vengeance is sweet, but one thing that's even sweeter are the people who hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by HMCIH. Here are all your cigarette butts. I live in an apartment building with a shared stairwell and all apartment doors facing said stairwell. One day, I opened my door to a ton of cigarette smoke smell. There was a single cigarette butt on the ground a few steps down from my door. Hmm, must be a rude visitor, I thought. Nope. For the next two days, more and more cigarette butts appeared each day, despite a cleaning lady mopping the floors daily. The smoke smell lingered and by the end of day three, I had had enough. I pulled out some tissues and started picking up cigarette butts. From the first floor all the way up to the sixth floor, 32 cigarette butts. On floor six, well what do you know, a crumpled up cigarette box and the plastic wrapper next to it, right by one of the apartment doors. I went up two more flights of stairs just to be sure, no more cigarette butts. I'd found the source. I dumped all 32 cigarette butts and the dirty tissues at their door. Since that day, I never smelled smoke or saw a cigarette butt in the stairwell again. If you lived in an apartment complex and you had one neighbor who was littering cigarette butts all over the place, would you be petty enough to go around and pick them all up and dump them on their doorstep? Or would you rather just try to complain to the person or maybe just clean them up regardless? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Sneaky Sneeza, Trash Can Wars. I closed on my first home in the beginning of July, met all of my neighbors since it was new construction, and the whole block closed on the same day. Everyone seemed nice enough, and my immediate neighbors were a nice family with two younger kids. I felt relieved because I'd been worried about having a bad neighbor at a townhouse. That was until the 4th of July, when I came home from dinner with my mom and saw a tent propped up from one edge of my immediate neighbor's driveway to the edge of my driveway, approximately four feet into my property. They also had hung a clothesline with wet clothes across this tent, which just made it worse. I didn't say anything though and figured maybe this was just a celebration of the holiday and their new home and to their benefit, the tent hasn't been brought out again. Fast forward to the first trash day that next Friday. I went outside to put my cans out before work. Sadly, a chore I've never had to do and don't enjoy now that I have to. And see that my neighbor has their can protruding two inches into my driveway, which is, again, four feet away from the edge of my property line. I do understand that space is tight, but honestly, they could put a can on each side of their driveway if they wanted to respect my space but I really don't mind the can being in front of my property as long as they aren't in front of the driveway. I have a grassy area on the other side of me, so I'm able to put both of my cans over there. Anyway, I had to move their cans over so that I could leave my driveway, and it's been happening every other week since then. Last Wednesday, they put their cans out early, I'm guessing so that they could go out of town for the long weekend. I pulled up to my house and decided that obviously they aren't noticing that I'm moving the cans out of my way or don't care. So this time I moved the cans over and decided that I would choose pettiness. On Friday morning before work, I moved both full cans to their garage where they wouldn't be emptied. They were overflowing with trash. Hope they didn't need to get rid of any trash this week. 
and I'm looking forward to trash day. People might say it's petty, but honestly, if somebody keeps putting their trash cans in part of my driveway, especially when there's a lot of space or enough space around to put it somewhere else, I would get a little frustrated too and I would keep moving it as well. I think OP and I would be one and the same in situations like this. Our next story is by SunGoku9121, Brother Damaged My Door? I wake him up every night. My door sometimes rattles when I open my window. I stop this with a piece of fabric that's always attached to stop the noise. The fabric got damaged and for a couple of days, it made a little bit of noise for an hour or so until I closed my window. My brother decided to put a screw in my door frame, which caused the door to be almost impossible to open without extreme force. He also damaged the frame and made it bow in the middle where the lock is. I spent hours fixing this frame a few years ago, so I was absolutely livid. I spoke to my parents and told them that he can't do this, but he somehow convinced them that the door is expanded in the heat, whilst it's very cold. Every night I get up between 3 to 5 a.m. to make sure to slowly open the door and make as much noise as possible. The door is so much worse and no doubt wakes everyone up. If you want to get really petty, anytime you notice they go up to bed, you should wait maybe 10-15 minutes and then go creak that door open a little bit. You know, just remind them every time they just finally got to sleep that hey, you made my problem way worse. Our next story is by Chris F. 12000 the time I drove very slow because someone turned on their high beams. I'd like to preface this with I shouldn't have done what I did to begin with, as I probably provoked this, but I'd like to share anyways. I was driving home from work after dark one day, and there was someone behind me following way too close. Close enough to me where I couldn't even see his headlights at times in my rear view. So, getting annoyed and worried of being rear-ended, I gesture out the windows to back off. He didn't like this and he toggles his high beams and keeps them on, I guess to be petty. I flip my rear view down and start dropping speed. For the next several miles I'm going less than half the speed limit. And this is on a very straight and empty country road. It was just me and him, so nobody else was affected. I was expecting him to pass me, double yellow, and if he did, I was going to follow with him with my high beams on. He didn't though. I felt pretty good about that, no matter how insignificant it was. Sometimes I wonder about, do experiences like this lead to people getting like, the first ever modifications for their vehicles? I feel like if I had enough experiences where people were high beaming me from behind, I'd want to get like some kind of super powered LED I could flick on on the back of my car. Just you know, return the favor a little bit. Or put some kind of reflective coating over the windshield so the high beams are just ridiculous. Not practical and probably not worth it, but very petty. This next story is by Finfoxy. Be a jerk? I steal your friends. Happened years ago. First, the backstory. I used to have a best female friend. We did everything together. No matter if it was an edgy conversation or just drawing, we did everything together. For five years, we were best friends. To be clear, we were pretty edgy teenagers. Then the dreadful time came to find a secondary school. She went to a different one than I did and naturally she found our new friend group. And we kinda did less stuff together. Although we both changed in different ways, we still spent a little time walking to school together. Last year of my school days, she was especially distanced from me. I don't remember why, but she was barely talking to me. We had a lot of fights like some teenagers do and stuff, but in the end it always turned back to friendship. Until one day, she straight up started ghosting me, making fun of me, and even spending time with my at the time crush. 
The last straw that broke the camel's back was when she once again ghosted me while hanging out with my crush guy and straight up telling him not to text me while they were hanging around. And I saw them on my way home. Back then, I was a jealous mess and that broke me. Now it's revenge time. She told me on a regular she had a crush on a certain guy. I knew him personally, he was a pretty chill dude and we talked sometimes. But I knew she was madly in love with him. I had his number, so I texted him. We talked a lot. I spent a lot of time with him. And I enjoyed her envy look whenever she would see us both. So I started flirting with him too. And surprise, surprise, he told me he knew he was her crush, but I seemed a bit more interesting. He hanged out a bit more and we talked much more, even to the point of him sending interesting pictures. And I made it clear with body language and intentionally hugging and stuff that she had no chance anymore. Well, I never had anything with that guy. I don't talk to either of them, but I did enjoy her envy and angry looks. P.S. I'm not sure it's petty, but I think it was a witch move of us both. We were all stupid teenagers and I think everybody's at fault here. I changed my ways and I don't do stuff like that. I feel like for most people out there, they'll look back on their teenage years and they'll be able to find something they did that was just the result of that teenage mindset where you feel so assured that this is how things are and that you understand it and that you're going to react a certain way. You're doing what you think is right and then down the road you realize, I was stupid and dramatic. Our next story is by Boomba1330, jerk car honks at an unsafe left turn. As I was crossing the road, pedestrian at a marked walkway, a red car with a very angry woman in it decided to drive fast and aggressively through the crosswalk to cross three lanes, no signal or anything, to make a green left turn at the set of lights about 200 meters away. She flipped us off as she passed us. When she got to the turn lane, sadly another car was already at the intersection and had established in the intersection and was waiting for a safe time to turn left. This is heavy traffic and unless the green arrow is flashing, it takes a bit to not get hit turning. Meaning cars coming, can't turn left. Miss Red Car is furious and lays on her horn for a very long time. The car that was waiting to turn, safely that was being honked at, waited and waited. Light turns yellow, car waits, light goes red, car waits half a second and goes left. Red car is left at the red light, hitting her steering wheel and screaming. I waited at the intersection, I was walking that direction, as it was really nice that she got what she deserved. Normally I wouldn't approve of the other car turning on a red, but the red car was quite the jerk slash witch with a B. And the other car was in the middle of the intersection, and at the red, none of the cars that had the green went since I think they could understand what was happening slash we're Canadian, and we try to avoid accidents if we can. Thanks other car for getting my revenge you didn't even know I got to get, all because you got your revenge. Even though this almost surely isn't the case, I'd love to play devil's advocate and say, what if this was the worst day of that person's life that was trying to go fast? What if they really needed to get somewhere, you know? But in reality, it was most likely just some overly entitled person driving recklessly, wanting to speed around as fast as they can. And even theoretically, if it was the worst day of their life or they had to get somewhere ASAP, that doesn't mean they're entitled to drive impatiently and dangerously. Our next story is by RevolutionFriendly56, Neighbor claims public road is their private parking spots. 
My neighbor across the street has a big family. It's one of those multi-generational homes with three stories and ten rooms, and at least 15 people live in that house. When they have family gatherings, the kids also bring their boyfriends, girlfriends, freak buddies, etc. over, so their vehicles would take up the entire street. If you've ever lived close to a school, you'll know at 3pm the street is filled with parents trying to pick up their kids. So have fun parking a block away, that's what it feels like sometimes. My neighbors feel that they're entitled to parking spots in front of their home and not just the spot directly in front, but also the 6-8 to eight spots across the street and nearby because yesterday I came home to find orange cones out in front of both sides of the street. Guess what I did? I drove over four of those cones and parked, then threw the cones on my side of the street into their yard. This morning before work, I found an invoice from said neighbor for the damaged cones plus a polite and well-written note threatening the wellness of my vehicle. Just now, my neighbor got a visit from the local police. My wife who's at home took pictures. I'm looking forward to seeing them when I get home. Stay tuned. Update, I found two of my tire valve caps missing. I quickly found replacements from two nearby vehicles. Oh geez, the thought of being caught up in this neighborly battle where you're putting your car's safety on the line and stuff. I would never want to be caught in the middle of that between two testy neighbors, but you kind of have to when the neighbor starts to basically decree that they own all the land near around their house. Like, as if this is some royal medieval situation where they're just like, this land is ours now and we decree it. Next thing you know, they're going to get a flag with their family crest on it and stick it in the concrete right in front of your house. And our final story of the day is by They Vembo. You want to honk at me? About a year ago, I was driving to work. I pull up to a red light to turn right. From the left, there's a curved hill. So I don't like turning until the light's green. This lady pulls up behind me and waits about five seconds and then honks at me. Two seconds later, the light turns green. I flipper the bird and turn onto a two-lane road. The road turns into a one lane about a quarter mile down, so I'm watching her try to use the other lane to get in front of me. I speed up so she can't. She then has to get behind me where I go the exact speed limit. We pull up again to a traffic light, busy road with a hill, so again, I don't turn until it's green. I'm not wrecking my car for somebody's impatience. She's angry, I can tell. Light turns green and I turn onto another one-lane road, exact speed limit, and she's tailing me. I can see the frustration in her face. Finally, I turn and she doesn't, but it was fun while it lasted. This literally reminds me of a place that I drive by all the time where the street to the left is kind of curved off to the side and there's a bunch of tall trees so you can't really see the traffic coming at all. In fact, there's an actual sign that says no rights on red, but people will go for it anyways all the time, risking that somebody's speeding down the highway going to collide with them. I don't know about you guys, but I value my vehicle and my life way more than being able to turn maximum a minute or two earlier. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.